Welcome to Simple Times Podcast. Ah, Valentine's Day. The holiday of love. Ones where we start seeing Cupid and hearts and chocolates and flowers all over the place. Stuff like love songs. Maybe even past loves that you wish you could say one more fuck you to. Or even, or even some that you could want to get back in your life. Only if you're a dumbass. Much like in my case. But then again, there are some good ones. Like Andrew's. His relationships haven't always been the greatest. Much like all of ours. But luckily he ended his on a good note. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways. Oh my god. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. What, what, what are you, where are you going with this, man? I'm so confused. <laughs> Told you to follow along if you can. <laughs> I, I, I tried so hard to follow. I know. But I, w- I could only take so much of that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I was like, I just, I was kind of like trying to. Ad lib things and try to hit on like the different okay. topics. Okay. Yeah, I'm so with you. And Ooh. then and then in the end, kind of be like, well, I guess we could cover, or I guess we can um, elaborate on some of those topics on this podcast, okay. which is episode six. All so, right. No, this is perfect. We'll keep it, man. We'll keep it. Okay. Do you want to keep? Do you want to keep it? How we're going now? Or just keep on just going. Just keep it. We're, we're going, man. This is once we hit record, it goes. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so <clears throat> again, Valentine's Day is this holiday of love. You know, blah blah blah, saying fuck you to exes. Blah blah blah, saying love you to some. Whatever the case might be. Anyways, stuff like that. We'll elaborate a little more on. Simple Times Podcast Episode 6, where we focus on the love month. The love month. So here we are again, another episode. Aw, yeah. We're back in the apartment. We're not, you know, no guests today, no en route to anywhere. We're just kind of kicking back, chilling. This feels good. It's like bringing it back to the old school way. To what, how we started this off, and just you and me hanging out. So, well, yeah, it's been two episodes since we've been here. Mm hmm. Because the Christmas one was at my mom's house. Right. And then the fifth one with Nate was on the, was on the drive. On the back road. To, it was in a bunch of the, different cities. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, crossing <laughs> a bunch of borders. Um, not because, I'm, not because we're, we're, we're Hispanic or anything like that. I'm not, <laughs> don't, don't want to get that confused. So, but it feels nice. We're yeah. bringing it back to our roots. Well, no, our roots, if you want to go back that far, are in the back house studios of your parents' house. Back in San Pedro, yeah. that's right. Yeah, that's but, but, that's our roots. I know. But what I meant is just you and me sitting down, just talking away. Hoping that the dogs don't bark. I know. But they're giving us stink most like trying to melt its way through the bars. Yeah, he, he kind of looks like a, a demon-possessed dog just kind of limp staring directly at us like shooting daggers at us with his eyes he's kind of freaking me out right now to be honest like supernatural <laughs> <laughs> but um you know we never talked about disneyland actually how yeah. did 
I mean, it was your first time back last time when we went with Nate. Yeah, it was. It was my first time back, and probably what? honestly, I don't want to say ten years. Cause I don't think it's been that long. Mm-hmm. It was maybe about well, anywhere from five to ten years. So, yeah. I will well, hell. Let me put it this way: back when the last time I was there, half of the stuff that California Adventure has now wasn't even there. Yeah, I think the only rides, the only big rides and attractions were um, Grizzly Rapids, Tower of Terror. The California Screamin', the Ferris Wheel, and then the Storm Over California. And after, otherwise, not, there wasn't really much to do. Yeah, it definitely seems like there's a lot more, huh? Yeah, well, you've got the whole Cars Land, you've got the Bugs Life section. Um, and that's really about it. Yeah. That's really on. I mean, I don't think of anything else except for that uh, Little Mermaid ride. I, I never knew that one being there. Oh, yeah, that one's good. It's like the Haunted Mansion, but girlier. Well, see, those things, I've never been on the Haunted Mansion either. Oh, man. Okay. So, we got to make sure we take well, you back. Well, we were supposed to go to that one, but we kind of decided to be lazy and get back in the car and do yeah, our podcast. That's true. But um, what was your favorite ride that day? Oh, of course. It was Space Mountain. Aww. It's always a favorite. <laughs> I mean, Big Thunder Mountain was cool and everything, but I don't know. There's something about Space Mountain that just really, really, it's, it's just basic. Nothing, you know, you're in the dark. It's just kind of simple. You yeah. Know? It, it's it's probably one of my top five, definitely. Yeah, there's there's no real effects when you're when you're actually on the ride, except for the, the beginning yeah. uh, hyping up stuff. But it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, very. So um, we also mentioned last time that your car had malfunctioned its airbags. Oh yeah, that was so. <laughs> did you fix that issue? Yep. Tell our listeners they're probably wondering like three hundred and twenty dollars later. Oh man. For a thirty six dollar part. Oh. And the rest was labor costs. Dang. And I was there for about four out, four to five hours just to get one little. Essentially, what it was was the uh, passenger airbag harness had um, snapped at some at somewhere. They didn't tell me where. They didn't show me where. But um, whatever it was it was just a thirty six dollar part that they had in stock. So they just slapped it on, put it back inside, put it back in the car, and then told me I was ready. So wow! Then I had to pay three hundred twenty dollars. Man, that is just. It seems like a ripoff. I have this conspiracy theory it goes something like this uh people who manufacture cars set alarms in cars or something that goes off where they can purposely mess up your car so you can take it to a dealer or somewhere to get it fixed so they can make money i have a conspiracy theory that these mechanics are either Going out at night messing with your car so you can bring it in, they can get some money. I mean, why else would these things fail in your car? It's for no reason. Because it's the part's getting old? You have an answer for everything, <laughs> don't you? We have a conspiracy for everything, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is the love month. <laughs> yeah, so enough about Disneyland. <laughs> I think probably one of the things that really comes to mind when it comes to uh, Valentine's Day and the Love Month is probably, well, for me at least, is are the songs because that's really kind of what everybody starts posting is you know mm-hmm. their favorite love songs or the songs of you know him or her or like uh, you and Larissa's first song type thing and people posting stuff like that yeah, up on yeah. there and and you know what you know what I don't see people doing a lot nowadays you know how in, like movies or a long time ago you would. Um, hear cases of like a guy would go to his girlfriend's house with a radio and then like blast some music like a love song and what what movie is that from? I don't know, but 
I do have a song uh-huh. that reminds me of that because it sings about a scenario like that. Hawthorne Heights, Nikki FM. Okay. Right now, I'm outside of your window. With my radio downtown, down. Okay, all the emo kids sound like gonna... a stalker. <laughs> okay, it's kind of does, but still, all the emo kids would get that. Um, know what I'm talking about? But yeah, you see that in movies. You play a love song, and um, because you either love it so much, or, or you feel like this girl, you're gonna win this girl over with this beautiful love song. Which so, never happens. <laughs> that never happens in real life. <laughs> Do you have any love songs that you like? Uh, there's a couple of them. Um, or do you hate love, Marcelo? No, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I mean, you know, my past past lovers would say yes. I mean, wow. you know, probably say you hate hate a couple of the past lovers. But are we gonna are we gonna talk about that today? Maybe maybe later. All right. Maybe later. We'll, All right. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how far into it we get. All right. Um, the one, the big one that comes to mind is uh, right here, waiting for you for Richard Marks, only because Richard Marks was. My very first concert. My mom says Ooh. that she took me to a concert when I was still in the womb. She hadn't given birth to me yet. She was maybe about eight, seven or eight months pregnant. She went to Richard Marks concert. Oh, all right. So she considered. So we both considered that be my first concert. Cool. Um, so you were a fetus, pretty much. Yeah, I guess you can say. It's, yeah. Wow, I'm lucky you. You're a fetus and going to concerts. I was sneaking in. So uh, does that mean you believe that uh, life starts in the womb? Are we really? Ah. <laughs> really? I mean, I don't know. All right, so you didn't go to a concert that day then? Well, because you weren't alive. Still had a name. Okay. I mean. Okay, okay. So, in your point of view, if you have a name in the womb, you can go to concerts. No, I mean. I, you know. <laughs> I, I'm just messing with are you. We, man. I'm are just we, messing are with we you. getting into religion type things now? No, no, or no, we? no, no, no. <laughs> Hey, people talk about this stuff. I was just, I was just pulling your leg, man. I was just pulling um, your leg. Yeah, so there was that one by Richard Marks. Um, probably the dance by Garth Brooks. Don't know it. Um, More than words by Extreme. Sounds extreme. Well, it's funny is that they they were actually a, a metal band. Really. And then one on their one of their albums. They just came out with this love song, love ballad, and I think like they did. They debuted it at some concert or something, and like all of their va- fans almost rioted because they wow. were just like they were like these you know hard rocker guys, did drugs, alcohol kind of stuff, you know, kind of like never talk about love. <laughs> then here they are about with, with this love ballad, and everybody's like it blew their minds because like, they Dang. didn't know how to take it in. So the fans were like, "We want to hear about killing, rape." Murder, Wouldn't go that stealing, <laughs> and you are thinking about love? We want our money back. Um, see, see I, I don't know. A lot of other ones don't really come to mind. Um, uh, what comes to mind for me? Um, you're still the one I dream of. Still the one I want for life. Dude. The only, the only, the only country song you'd probably hear Andrew sing. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, what which, else is there? There's a which, ton of love songs. Which was by Shania Twain, by the way. <laughs> um, um, oh, what else is there? There's a bunch. Yeah, there's a bunch, but I don't... It's Wasn't there a stupid song, I Wanna Love You, like a love song, Baby, or something like that? It was some pop hit that came out like last year. Sounds familiar. I want to say it's like one of those Disney... 
Might have been. Pop stars. Might have been. But I, I can't, I don't. Taylor um, Swift has some love songs. Doesn't she have a song called Love Song? Something like that, yeah. I don't really follow too much of her. I don't follow a lot. I'm just, I'm just pretending like I know that, yeah. stuff right now. Um, uh. You know, there's, there is one artist that I have been kind of liking some of her songs. And I don't really know if they're love songs or if they're like breakup songs or what, but uh, Christina Perry. Oh. She, um, I know the song Jar of Hearts, I think, was more of a breakup song type thing. But she has the other one, right? Yeah, and, and I can't remember what the, um, I want to say Wait wait a Thousand Years or something like that, or yeah, A Thousand like, Years. I'll love you for a thousand if I had, years. If I had my iPod, I'd probably tell you, because I think I have that song on that on my iPod. Oh, nice. Hardcore um, fan right here. Yeah. Um, Actually, buying her music. Uh, then it probably, well, I mean, you know, and then if you want to go back, you know, 90s pop type thing, you've got, you know... All of the uh, Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. And That's true. Degrees. That's all um, a lot of love songs. Well, we've got the Boys to Men love song. Um, I can't think of it right now, but I know it's it's a huge one. Um, I Want to Love You or something? I'll Make Love to You, I think is what it was. Oh. Something like that. I don't know. I can't, I can't remember, remember what the Boys to Men song was, but yeah, that was a big one. Um, um, listeners, if... if if we're screwing this up, if you have love songs <laughs> that are coming to mind and we're not mentioning them, yeah, if just write to us, comment on our link or something on Facebook, whatever. Let us know, and uh, we'll hit like on your comment. Yeah, especially if they're like a big love song that plays a big part of your life, whether it be like a a marriage or a past relationship that you keep thinking about or whatever the case might be. Um, let us know about it because obviously we don't – I mean there's only really one side here that has – a successful love life. Me? Duh. <laughs> You're the married one. <laughs> hey, I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that are married, and that doesn't mean their love life is incredible. Well, yeah, but I mean... Well, before we get there, uh, I mean, this month we're in, it's Valentine's Day month. That's like the big deal. Um, Any Valentine's Day experiences? No, I mean, after elementary school, no. True, elementary school was the bomb, diggity, man. It was like candy everywhere, just everyone putting stuff on your table. I remember in fifth grade, there was a girl I really liked, because I think fifth grade is when I started liking girls. Uh-huh. Like, I'm not saying I never liked girls, but it's like when I really wanted to pursue yeah. a girl. And it was we just, started to really notice them. Yeah, it's like, whoa, since when have uh, they been around? Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> So I remember this one Valentine's Day, I made a special Valentine's Day card for a girl that I had a crush on, and I would put it on her desk, and I was hoping she'd realize that her card's something different, like, you know, you really make my heart melt, or something stupid like that, right? I choo choo choose you. (laughs) (laughs) You're such a tool. I hate you right now. Hey, that was Ralph Wiggum's favorite favorite card. (laughs) good enough for Ralph it's good enough for me (laughs) I think Larissa told me that a long time ago and I never got it until right now so anyway so she got the card I saw her open it like I was watching her like is she opening it oh my gosh she's opening it oh my gosh oh my gosh she opens it she takes the candy out of it and she just sets it down and then I go up to her I'm like did you like it she goes yeah I liked it thank you friend zoned Right there. there. It did. <laughs> You've been there? Many times. Where but 
But yeah, I mean, as far as like elementary school goes, I mean, it. I think what it kind of took away from the whole Valentine's theme was the fact that you had to make sure you gave everybody something. Yeah. Like you couldn't really give anything special unless you really like, um, like gave it to them either before or after school or even if like you snuck it in somehow. Yeah. It, it sounds kind of communist. Yeah. Everyone gets an equal share. And uh, and it was and plus it was it was forced on you. So like even if even like the people that like didn't really like Valentine's Day or whatever, you like had to participate. Like you had to give somebody something. Dude, let's petition to get Valentine's Day off our calendar as a holiday because it's totally communist. This is like I'd rather I'd rather settle for making it an official holiday and get the day off. I'm down give, for that too. Give something to everybody. Like those that want to celebrate Valentine's Day can, and those that don't really like it, at least get the day off. I know. Why should we force kids to love people? What the heck? You know, if we have a love holiday, we should have a hate holiday. You like? Isn't that called Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> Do you hate people on Halloween? Well, I mean, I mean, it's evil, evil holiday. I mean, it's you know. It's but people pay to get scared at places, so that means they love getting scared. Huh. Everybody's got their fetishes, I guess. Oh, sounds kinky. Yeah, it is. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what does Valentine's Day mean to you today? Today, like, if someone asks you, like, "Hey, what are you doing for Valentine's Day?" Like, in your mind, what goes on? Like, is this really something I really pursue, or is it just a holiday for kids? Or what does it mean for you? Uh, I'm kind of part of the, I guess you'd say the majority now that says it's mainly just a Hallmark holiday, just mm. a, another holiday for companies to kind of get rich off of. Yeah, um, big time. Because, I mean, you know, it's, you don't, there's really no originality anymore. Everything now is, you know, buy flowers, buy chocolates, buy candies, take him on vacation, take him to a dinner. Like, there's no real original, like, there's no original ideas anymore. And I think it's mainly because there's only so many things you can really do for a girl before it starts getting stale. Although, I bet you anything, like right after Valentine's Day, how much you want to bet there's going to be a viral video of some guy doing something that's never been done for a girl for Prob- Valentine's. Probably. I mean, you know, you're always seeing like, like these proposals that are always like these one-of-a-kind proposals. And most of the time, it's not so much one-of-a-kind. I mean, I guess you can say it's one-of-a-kind. Um, but the, when it comes like to stuff like that, the less less the money spent is the bigger meaning. Because like, be great, yeah. cause, like you know, you, when, when you see like, these videos of like these guys spending like all this money, like these big elaborate plans, like these big elaborate, um, you know, props and all these things, it's everything. It's like it's it kind of yes, it is sweet. Yes, it is cute. But he spent money for it, so essentially he's there still buying your love. Where these guys that have you know no money might just spend like a little money for like you know rose petals or kind of the the basic basic mm-hmm. you know props for them. Then it's like it's not really that they're buying your love; it's more like they're actually showing you like what like what like what they're willing to go through. Okay, okay. So if you're against buying love, what if I went to a floor shop, stole roses? I'm not buying it. I, I care so much for this girl. I'm gonna steal. I'm doing something illegal. That my love is huge now. Yeah, and Bubba down down, <laughs> down in the down in the county lockup will think that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
You got a pretty mouth there, little boy. <laughs> You'll be getting some good loving that night. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but I'm on the same boat with you about Valentine's Day. It's I think it's one of the stupidest holidays in the yeah. world. It's just to make money mm-hmm. for you know for larger companies and whatnot. And it's like really, I have to now. I I'm like sort of obligated to do something for you know, say my wife because it's a holiday about love. So now I have to buy something. It's stupid. There's 365 days in the year. Yeah. I could pick any day I want to do that, and it'll mean so much more. Yeah, because it's like it's like everybody's being corralled up to. And being forced to think that if you don't show your significant other love on Valentine's Day, you don't love them at all. I know. It's like, so now I have to go to Olive Garden yeah. where it's going to be crowded and we're going to have to wait one hour just to get a seat because if, it's if Valentine's Day. Yeah, if you're if you're lucky, it'd be an hour. If you, Yeah, exactly. So it just, you know, it's... Like, psh, we're going to Blackbird Diner, girl. Hell, hell, hell we're going to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we're going shopping at 99 cents store. It's the thought that counts. Getting a frozen pizza and a soup. Yeah, that is our dinner tonight. There you go. Okay. I mean, <laughs> if, I mean if you can make that work, and that is true love right there. Word. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna live in backwoods of Montana. Well, I don't. Well, I might be. I don't know. You, you would. I would. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. You know, actually, I wouldn't mind too. Although. I mean, no big like touring band or something is gonna go there. Well, I mean, I'm I'm not the big of a concert guy to be honest. I mean, oh, you know, right. I don't, you know, I right, tweet his own. I've gone to a few, but I just, you know, I'd rather sit down with headphones and listen to a CD than go to a concert and you know hear fifty thousand screaming fans trying, you know, over um, music from the band that's you know cranked all the to the highest volume so it's like it's all kind of a, more of a distortion really but that one concert you went to when you were in your mom's womb mm-hmm. I mean I'm sure all you heard was probably all the probably. liquids and fluids running through your mom's <laughs> stomach so but um <laughs> yeah because I think I've only been to maybe two concerts after that yeah. one was Aerosmith and one was Bon Jovi nice dang so shall we move on I guess we shall I mean I'm a lot of ideas as far as that goes yeah Screw Valentine's Day. I'm just kidding. Not entirely. Oh, yeah, because you're married. I can say, fuck Valentine's Day. <laughs> hey, episode six is getting X-rated up in here. Can you tell who's single? <laughs> <laughs> Someone is pissed. Eh, not really. I just, you know. Well, past relationships, man. Oh, shit. Um, you're the single guy, man. Tell us what what, uh, what has gone so wrong in your life. I don't think we have enough time to explain all the things that have gone wrong in my life. What are you talking about? We just upgraded our SoundCloud to Unlimited. Hey, I mean, you know, I, unless you want to do no, do like about a two-hour podcast. No, 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 sure. no. Don't, don't say that. People are going to start hitting pause and <laughs> going on to Facebook and something else right now. No, no, no. Okay, let's give us a, like two minutes, man. Two minutes. What, what, um, what has gone? What, what's, what has happened? I guess probably the biggest mistake that I probably probably have made and I admit to it I admit that it was a mistake and I admit that you know for me it was wrong now uh, I've heard of others doing this and having great success at it and I've seen others do this and get a lot of great success at this but personally for me it didn't work out I tried it 
didn't like it, and I don't think I'm ever going to try it again. But it's um, online dating. Oh, I thought you were going to say like dating a dog or something. No, no. Oh, no. okay. Because I, I don't think I would try that once. Yeah, that's no. Yeah, I think oh, that's illegal. So online dating. I've seen. I've never online dated. See, and I think probably where where I went wrong was because a lot of people that I've seen with that that have had success at online dating, they go to actual online dating sites like you've got Match dot com or eHarmony mm-hmm. or stuff like that. Something where you've actually got so called love experts or dude, psychologists or dude, people. Dude, have you heard of the latest one? Which one? It's for cougars. Have yeah, you seen the commercials? Uh, Cougarlife.com? Something, something like, like that. that. It freaked me out They've when I saw the everybody. commercial. They've got Judate.com for for the Jews. Christian Mingle for the Christians. Farmers Only for the Farmers. I, just, I saw that one too. Um, I saw that one too. Blackpeoplemeet.com. Blackpeoplemeet.com. You see that on TV a lot. Um, and then of course, you know, I mean, and it's, and it's funny because like when people hear of dating sites, they immediately think of like the phone sex operators type things and that's really not, I mean, eHarmony and Match are probably the biggest ones that actually do true dating. Um, yeah. But, damn dogs. Um, Shut up, Tiger. You haven't done online dating. Marcelo's trying to give his account here. <laughs> um, so, Shut up. So, you know, not, it's, not you, Marcelo. You, um, you keep talking. Oh, I know, I know. Um, but, you know, it's, you know, like I said, you know, I admitted to it. I admitted that I had tried it and. It just wasn't for me. And I think the main thing was I didn't go to like a Match.com or eHarmony first. Mm-hmm. I went to... The free sites? I, yeah, I guess they were free sites. I, I heard Match you have to pay, so... Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, te- technically, they're actual... You can sign up for free on Match uh. and eHarmony. But in order for you to get full access of like the messages and of all the lo- the searches uh. and all that kind of stuff, you have to pay. So when, when it's for free, you're getting the bare minimum. Yeah. Well, you know, those commercials, they seem legit, like Match.com or whatever. A lot of them, a lot of them, like I said, a lot of them do find a lot of good things. But the one thing I'm bad at and I don't really like doing is that a lot of those sites, you have to um, talk about yourself. You have to really advertise yourself and really almost brag about yourself. Hmm. Um, and I don't like doing that. You know, I don't, you know, I don't, because I know a lot of people on there will probably put fake things on there because i mean i have seen a lot of people i mean just from the from what they look like and from uh-huh. how they act it completely different from what they put on the profile yeah I, so, I know they only put their face shot like come on yeah. give me some body shots yeah. no, i'm just kidding well no i mean no no i mean that and like and like and that might be a deal breaker for them and that's not, not and people might think that's shallow but it's not really shallow it's more of just a preference i mean yeah i agree i believe that whoever you like or start falling in love with i think there should be some sort of attraction there i yeah. think that's important in yeah. a relationship physical attraction is the first step of first step of a relationship because you yeah. look at somebody and you think oh they're cute i like how they look i'm gonna go talk to them yeah and if you're a chubby chaser who am i to judge yeah exactly i mean there's people out there that like big girls some, people, some guys out there that like skinny girls yeah. um, so whatever your preference is yeah, go for it i yeah, think there, you should be there's something for everybody attracted to a person um physically. yeah i mean i, I mean it's and important then, and then to expect women to you just immediately just kind of look at them for a second, and all of a sudden now know their whole life story and their whole emotions and how their personality is. That's physically impossible because looks can be deceiving. True. You know, you might see like this, you know, um, you know, Mormon dressing woman walking down the street, you know, doesn't show any ankle type thing. And she might be like a Fifty Shades of Grey 
I mean, role model type thing. Or you look over at these girls that are like, you know, I guess you can call them, you know, slutty looking girls that were like, you know, barely nothing. Mm-hmm. And they might have the most sweetest personality, might be virgins, might be, that just might be how they're comfortable and looking. You know, it's, oh. you know, like I said, it's, it's, there's something for everybody out there, but. Yeah, thank you for enlightening all of us. Yeah, yeah we're, yeah, we're kind of veering off track here. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, online dating didn't work out for you. Yeah, it didn't you, work learned, out. you learned your lesson, right? I mean, yeah. it's important. When you make mistakes in life, this is some simple times um, advice here. Yeah. When you make mistakes in life, the best thing to learn is to learn from your mistakes. Yeah. You know, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on the world. Is it something like that? Something like that. I think. Fool well, me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me a third time, you're not going to fool me again. Okay, but let's say you got fooled a fourth time. Then you're an idiot. <laughs> 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 okay. Okay. But um, but you know I you know there, I think I've only real. I mean, I know, did I make some friends off of it? Yeah, hmm. I did. I you know I, I made some made some excellent friends off of it because let you know, me it, tell you about my best friend. <laughs> I wouldn't go as far as saying best friends. Oh, but well, I mean, yeah, you know, me <clears throat> close friends I made. Mm-hmm. Um, what's funny is that one of my one of my um, closest friends that I have that. We've actually never met face to face, but we did. But you know, we felt comfortable enough to share everything with everything, and you know, we, yeah. you know, we, you know, we don't judge each other. It's you know, it's it, it's a it's a really good close friendship. Yeah. Um, she actually quote unquote catfished me. It wasn't like there was no f- attraction. Like we never really fell in love with each other uh-huh. as far as like you know, like a romantic type. Yeah. Um, but she had posed as a different as a different girl, uh-huh. and I was and I was never really attracted to her from then i just like be able to you know talk and chat and you know we just always you know um had stories shared stories always had a fun time talking so yeah. it wasn't really anything serious um and it's funny because it's like whenever we see whenever we talk about catfishing she always feels bad because she feels like she catfished me but it mm. wasn't really that because it was there wasn't really a romantic type feel there mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and that's and i guess that's that's one thing that you do See, because from what I've understood, a lot of the paying sites don't necessarily have a lot of catfishing. Mm-mm. And I think for, they're like stricter on. Yeah, yeah, they're and for those who don't really know what catfishing, it's more of it's kind of like um, you know, guys talking to a hot or a cute blonde, blue-eyed girl um, that he really likes, and then they set up a meet, and he goes over, and it's a forty-year-old, forty-year-old gay man. That's posing at this, as this girl. That's Crazy. that's kind of what catfishing is. Um, but then there's also you've heard those horror stories where people on like on those paid sites meet and then turns out the guy's like a rapist or something. Yeah, yeah, and and, and you have something like that, which is you know. And then the company gets sued because they didn't screen them properly or something like that. Yeah, and I think they've kind of cautioned themselves as far as that goes. Because um, really, you de- when you're dealing online, you just. You don't know. People can be whoever they want. That yeah. The whole thing with the catfish is it's someone posing as someone else just to keep your interests, and they're just kind of yeah, playing it. with you. Yeah, they're in it for some t- some type of personal gain. Yeah. So you know you gotta be careful online, man. That's that's what I gotta say. Yeah. Another simple times advice right there. Yeah, and and that's the thing is that you know I kind of I guess you probably say I kind of push the boundaries on that, because um, there's there's you know there was really one relationship that I. Um, in fact, it was really my my last relationship. Really, um, I went to visit this person, so I actually took time and money 
out to actually fly up to to where they lived at uh-huh. in San Francisco. Um, so I, you know, I literally push push my luck, push my chances, but wow. I was careful. You went to San Francisco? <clears throat> yeah, I went to San Francisco. Drove or no? I flew. Of course not. Dang. I wasn't, wasn't going to drive. It was like, it was actually a lot cheaper to fly than it was to drive. So you flew to meet a girl that you've never met before? Yeah. All I right, mean, all right, but, all right. but 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 one thing that we that we did do that kind of solidified her actually being a girl and who she says she is is that we did Skype for a while. Oh, oh, there you go. So I mean, we actually saw each other. It wasn't like you know, okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> purely over the phone, purely over online. No, that we actually saw each other like you know on Skype and everything. So legit, we knew, legit, legit. Um. So, but even then, it was like you know, I didn't you know, like I got her address. Uh-huh. And I guess you'd say it was kind of creepy. You wait, you bought her address like from Macy's? No, no, I got her address, as in like building number where she lived. <laughs> okay, smart ass. Um, <laughs> but um, so you know, once I got that, because I I had a rental car and I had a hotel. Wow. So, and you must have been making ladies. No, no, I mean the Marcel's re- got money. <laughs> no, the rental car I think only cost me about a hundred dollars for the three days. Wow. Okay. Um, and the hotel, I think, was only maybe seventy, no, uh, eighty something dollars a night, and I was staying there for about three nights. So it wasn't really, you know. Dang, like I said, ladies, Marcelo's packing money. I wish. <laughs> um, JK, or, JK. Yeah. Um, so you know, I had backup plans in case it did go south. Uh huh. Um, once I got her address, I didn't tell her that I was near her place. Mm-hmm. I kind of wanted like. This might sound a little creepily, a little stalkerish, but to cover my ass to make sure that this was all a legit thing, mm-hmm. I kind of snuck my way up to her front door, so this way I could kind of see, make sure that this was kind of a safe thing. It wasn't like you know, in a shady part. So I kind of you know covered my ass and tried to you know. Like, hey, you played it safe. And I can. And I mean, people think this is kind of, this is kind of a, a paranoid thing, but. What I try to, what I kind of like to do sometimes, especially if it's in a new scenario, I try to find exit strategies. Okay. So, like you know, if it's a new restaurant or something, as soon as I walk in those doors, I try to find the emergency exits. Wow. So this way, you know, if something happens, I know which ones to go to, and then I try to find, you know, which ones have the least crowds. And, all. and I mean, it may seem a little paranoid, like, but yeah. it's just. It's just being cautious because it's not like, you know, I'm going to be sitting there asking yeah. the staff questions of like, you know, how's your fire systems? How's this? How's the evacuation plan? You know, it's just like, <laughs> is, I it, like is this the, the firefighter in you? Probably. Probably. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I'm like, I kind of put it towards towards this towards this scenario of meeting this girl. All right. Um, when I pulled up to, to the apartment complex, uh-huh. I tried to find the exits. I okay. tried to find which way would be faster to get out in case things went went where things got hairy whatever you want to everywhere whatever term you want to use yeah um one case you know it was some girl with a shotgun yeah like which way what railing am i going to jump over yeah exactly is Um, there a bush to land in do i do 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 i need to do a uh a catapult off this railing do i need to vault down these stairs whatever whatever the case might be parkour parkour so finally finally once i once i kind of realized that you know everything was all right i texted her and telling her that i was here Mm -hmm. um when she said to come on up, I had you know called her once I was once I was actually at the door again. She opened yeah. it up and everything was fine. You know, it, <clears throat> you know it went went well. Um, then things kind of did a turn for the worse. Maybe, well, well before that, it I I probably should have stopped it because there's probably quote unquote. Uh, or friend Stacy says a bunch of red flags that flew up way before we even met. So you, but you barreled through these red flags. Yeah, I barreled through them only because. 
we kind of we kind of talked and sorted them out, and I and I was whipping, wishing that they were put to rest and kind of done. But she wanted to get married. We, to you? Yeah, we were we didn't even really know each other. For you guys haven't even met yet. Yeah, and she was pushing the envelope for marriage. Yeah. Well, first, well, well, she wow. Had, well, it, and it started off as a joke. It started off as a joke because her roommate's daughter. Um, you know who was a who was a teenager loved to tease people you know type thing. Uh, whenever whenever she, whenever my my ex which I I guess we'll just say it her name was Phyllis I'll just go ahead and flat out say her name because I doubt she's listening this fucking podcast anyways. Um, <laughs> hey, this is the best podcast in the world right now. Psych! Yeah, yeah, well I'm I'm sure when she sees my name she won't be she won't be too happy about it. Okay, because um, you know I'll actually because I'll at least be making something of myself not like her. Um, Dang! So um, my solo shooting. So yeah, it started off as a joke. Like you know, her roommate's daughter kind of said like you know, oh who you li- oh, or said something about like you know, oh Phyllis wants to marry you and just kind of joking around about it. You know, like making it like really embarrassing and all that. Kind like of stuff. fifth grade status. Like, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. So, getting married. Yeah, K I S S I S. Okay. No, I think about it. So kisses. K I S S I S. I was like, I don't wait. Okay. Anyways. um... So then, you know, we kind of joked around about it and just teased. I mean, nothing really serious. I mean, I, I sure as I wasn't serious. Uh-huh. Um, so then that was kind of put to rest. And then um, when we were there, uh, I noticed that she had a ring on her left hand. And I was like, okay. And I'm thinking, at first, at first I kind of, because first I kind of saw there was a class ring. Okay. I was like, all right. I said, you know, maybe she likes wearing it on that ring or she just kind of switches off back and forth whatever the case or she might likes be. to pretend she's married wearing her class Maybe. ring weirdo um, so later on the the next night because i flew in on a thursday so on friday she liked she liked to do karaoke at this bar uh-huh. we went there and she had the ring still on that ring finger on her left hand okay um so I'm sitting there now. I don't drink at all. So I'm up, uh-huh. I'm up, I'm up at, at the bar watching. The, they have a couple games on. It was more of like a sports bar. Okay. Actually, it was a, actually it was a, I I thought of it as a dive bar. It was okay. just kind of a raggedy hole in the wall piece of shit type bar. Uh huh. But then again, so was the town that she lived in. Um, <laughs> so it's, maybe it was a high class bar for her. Probably. <laughs> um, I mean, there there was a pool table and a fancy stage. So I don't know. Dang. Um. So anyway, so as we're up there, all of a sudden, her friends in the bar start walking up to me, patting me on the back and shaking my hand. And I'm like, what's going on? Because I had already met these people before. So I'm thinking maybe they've had a couple of drinks, they're being friendly. They went, congratulations. I'm thinking, on my first time being up to San Francisco? I mean, like, I don't know what your guys are congratulating me congratulations? on. Congratulations? What? And, they, and I had asked them, I was like, oh, congratulations for what? And they said, well, for getting engaged. What? You got engaged well, and you didn't even know I it? I didn't even know it. I'm like, oh, who says I'm engaged? And then she's, well, and they were like, well, well, Phyllis does. Phyllis says that you two are engaged. I said, no. I said, we aren't. She was wearing the ring on her ring finger. Uh-huh. And I guess somebody had somebody had mentioned, oh, you've got a ring on your ring finger. Are you two engaged? And she said yes. And she had said yes jokingly. Oh, my God. Just to kind of pull a fast one oh, on her man. friends, but they took it serious. I mean, you got to think these are these are drunk people, so they're taking it serious. Oh, well, they were man. actually congratulating me. That is so crazy. I yanked her ass out of the bar as fast as I could. Uh-huh. And we we I think we went to a movie. And, and then, then you and did then what Jurgen told you to do: pimp slapped her, right? <laughs> pimp slapped her. No, I didn't do that. Oh, okay, okay. Hey, um, no domestic violence, anyone? Um, unless it's self defense. <laughs> okay. 
Hey, it's it's a legitimate thing, unless it's self-defense. So when 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 did all this happen? This was uh, almost two years ago. Dang! So you got engaged before I got engaged. Um, (laughs) No, actually, no. Huh. You've been no, no. You've been married for two years, haven't you? Coming up on three this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah so this was like a, a year after you you had gotten married. Oh. Okay. Um, okay. So um. Wow. So then you know she started going around telling people that we were actually engaged, and I thought maybe she was doing it kind of like as at a teasing. Mm-hmm. So I kind of went along with it, trying to show her that you know you know like you know oh you can't tease me type thing. I never took it serious. I never actually planned out anything. Uh huh. Um. It wasn't until she, cause then like, I was only there till Sunday, so I was so I was there fr- uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and I was gonna come back on a Sunday. Um, about a month later, she came down here to stay. She came down here for two weeks, and um, and it was only because she didn't she didn't have a job. She was on unemployment, even though she tried to lie to me, telling that she was with some company. But she, but I saw the unemployment forms. So that was probably a red flag. She's a that was another one. Yeah, prolific there was, liar. There was a couple of them. There was a couple of red flags. I mean, there was that. There was the engagement thing. Um, All right. So what ended up happening? When she came down here, I noticed that she really was serious because then, when we were when we were together one night, um, she had told me she was like, "Hey, what would you think about a winter wedding?" She said that. Yeah, and I went, "What do you mean?" She goes, "Well." Because this was you now... You like, yeah, I'd go to a winter wedding. This was now September. If I'm not the groom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, so I, and so I said, well, what are you talking about? She goes, well, what if we get married by Christmas? What? I said, no. She said, why not? I said, well, because that's ridiculous. I said, we've only, at the time, we were only together for, I think, two months. What? That is and not enough was, time to get to know yeah, someone exactly. and then talk about marriage. That is weird. Her sister, did, her sister did something similar. Her sister got got engaged and married pretty quickly, all within I think a year of each other. Uh huh. But um, are they still together? Yeah, they're still together. But that was under different circumstances, and that was you know, um, the guy that she ended up marrying was in, was in the air force, so he was me moving around a lot, and she didn't want to be that far away. So they kind of compromised and got married. It was their own thing. I was hey, like, all right. I guess whatever. if it works for you, hey, it works. That's, yeah, but not, that's, not, that's all I'm for. So not down. I'm not down with that. Um, well, she came down here and she was, you know, being friendly with everybody. She was calling my mom her mother-in-law. That is retarded. Um, I can't stand people that say, "Oh, he's my husband. Oh, he's my mother-in-law. He's, he's my she's my mother-in-law." He's well, my hey, brother-in-law, hey, and they're not married. What the heck? Hey, you never know. Bruce Jenner, Bruce Jenner, gonna be gonna become a mother-in-law sometime <laughs> soon. So, oh, that um, Bruce Jenner man, he's such a joke. But um, but yeah. So, one. So then you know, as the I think it, I think we only lasted another month. We broke up sometime in October, um, and that really unleashed who she really was, and that was a pathological liar. She got off, and she held her whole life as a lie. From what, this, from what I heard from her sister. So whether, so if her sister's not, if her sister's lying to me, then well, I, you know, it, it just a more, it just it, the stories her sister told me made more sense than what the stories that Phyllis had told me. You should have told her, man. The truth shall set you free. Well, yeah, and well, and that's the thing is that she refused to, and I, me- and I, I remember this, remember it very clearly because it made makes me laugh to this day. I get this 
phone call from Phyllis one one morning saying that she might be pre- uh, or, or or she thinks she was raped. And at first I was kind of like holy cow. And I, and at first I was kind of like, you know, it was like a Saturday or Sunday morning. I had no idea how to how to even take this in. I was like, "Well, what do you mean?" Story she was giving about, you know, well, the story that she was giving didn't had no signs of rape. It sounded more of her just passing out. Okay. At home. And so you're thinking she's lying? I think she just confused. And see what 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 I found out she likes to do is that she likes to get friends or experiences that her friends have had and apply it to her own life. Uh, One of her friends apparently had something similar like that happen to where she ended up getting raped. She, I guess, something about uh, her friend got drunk, uh, went home with a guy, and somehow the guy raped her or something like that. I don't, I don't know. I try not. I, I, I can't remember that story. But yeah. she likes to get that story and put it in her own life, and she tried to do that. But her, but her facts weren't adding up together to form an actual rape story. Um, mm-hmm. And then she ended it all with. And I think I'm pregnant. Now, <laughs> me and her never slept together like that. Okay. So I was like, well, it's not mine then. <laughs> and that's when you should have said, uh, well, it was nice knowing you. Well, yeah, so, yeah, so I started accusing her of cheating. If she, I mean, if because she, she was convinced she well, was there pregnant. There you go. She's you know? cheating. Good time to break it off. Well, she But was, let me guess. She was like, but if you don't understand, I wasn't cheating. I got raped. That's what, pretty, that was her Yeah, excuse. pretty much. I was her excuse oh, at first. Gosh. Well, but hey, the thing let, is, all right, let's finish up the story because I think we're pushing an hour now. Well, but yeah, how, how does how does it end, man? We all want to know. Everyone wants to know. Everyone's on the edge well, of I, their seat, on their computer screens. Once, I, what's going to happen? Once, once I started calling her out on a couple things and calling her a liar, really started accusing her of cheating. Uh-huh. Um, she, uh, she just she said that she couldn't handle all the fighting that we had, even though we never did any fighting. Uh huh. Um, and then she just kind of broke it off there. And she expected me to be like this, you know, sobbing, dropped my knees, beg for forgiveness type thing. But that wasn't what I was doing. No, like you I were was, just watching Supernatural on Netflix and you're yeah, like, exactly. this is awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like I said, after that, her sister then stepped forward and admitted all the things that was wrong with her and everything. And everything made so much more sense. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, I mean, you know, then after that, that's when I kind of vowed that I wouldn't do any more online dating because... Did you do online dating after that? No. Mm-mm. Wow, wow. Nice, no. nice, nice. Um, like I said, you know, you know, I, I still keep in touch with the friends that I did make uh-huh. um, through my attempts. Uh-huh. Um, but no, I'm, I'm, at this point, no, I don't think I'll, I don't think I'll ever do online dating again. I, I hate to say never because I'm sure, because I mean, the way everybody's depending on electronics nowadays, something tells me that at some point in the future, mm-hmm. we're all going to be somehow meeting people online and that's how it's all going to be because we're all not going to want to go outside anymore and you know i heard this on another podcast i listened to is that technology is going to be so advanced that we're going to have robots doing a lot of stuff for us it's gonna be like wally and then yeah and then that people instead of forming relationships with real people are going to want to form relationships with robots and that's how it is now i mean you can buy sex bots if you, uh-huh. o- over in Japan, a guy makes for I think like fourteen hundred dollars or something like that, will make a sex robot that is completely lifelike and anatomically correct to your liking. Dude, let's go to Japan. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, have fun. <laughs> no, thank you. But probably I'll go, in the future, I'll go there for the ramen. You go there for the sex bots. <laughs> but hey, it's very possible. I think people are going to want to have sex with robots. But yeah, I, well, I mean, you know, I mean, Japan has already established that that's what's going to happen. But I mean, you know, it's. 
like I said, you know, I hate saying never because at some point I'm sure I'm going to somehow go back to it. But I think if I do go back to it later on, I'm going to go to like a matchery harmony type it's thing. Like something legit. Something legit that actually has proven facts over all that. Nothing of this, you know, meetme.com. No, don't do those free ones. Just okay, don't. Okay Cupid or whatever. Don't do it. That Tinder. Don't do it. Even though Tinder apparently is something more for sex. Like if you just want casual sex, you go into Tinder. Still don't do it. Yeah, it's, you know... <laughs> People, people are always gambling with these things, and it's, you know... Just don't do it. Yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, it's... I don't want to say never, because like I said, at some point I might dabble back into it. But it's going to be a long time from now, and I'm going to have to exhaust every and all options of face-to-face mm. interaction. And you should ask, like, a close friend, be like, hey, this is what's going on, what do you think? And just to make sure that this See, person's legit. Yeah, and I guess, you know, but... You know, either way, I'm just, you know, I just need to build up my confidence and really actually go out and start asking. But I have been doing that lately. I have been, the last two girls that I've dated, the last two girls I've dated, I've actually um, gone up to and talked to them before. So, um, you know, it's really no, you know, know, I'm getting better at it. All right. All right. Sounds good. Well, since you took a long time on your story, (laughs) I guess I got to shorten mine. Okay. Is that, is that cool? What? I mean, it. If you want, or we can end it now and have a part two and have everybody hang in for, the, hang in for your side. Once One podcast mine, the other podcast yours. Uh, you know, that sounds like a good idea. We'll have a part two to this one. But how about we do this? How about we save your stories for the next podcast? However, we still do our staple segments for our podcast, and that is... I can't, I can't drum you. You're a better drummer. Do it. There you go. That sounded just like yours. <laughs> well, well, mine started with more of a... <laughs> like a little kid banging on a drum or something. Well, why don't... Can I do my simple-minded tweets? That's and, what and I'm you talking do your... about. Simple-minded tweets with Andrew. Oh, you're saying right now. Let's do it right now. All right, let's yeah. do it right now. Okay, okay. I mean, we kind of get kind of getting a little short on time here, so... Uh, this, is, this has been a good episode so far, I think. Yeah, I mean... I, I'm enjoying everything so far. We... We thought about that back on the Halloween one, too, but we kind of went back and it was kind of... Well, we, this one kept going, I think. Well, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll see. We'll listen to it. Maybe we'll ask some people. Yeah. Or, you know, our four listeners. So now, ladies and gentlemen, for Simple Times Episode 6, we will now conclu- now continue with Simple Minded Tweets with Andrew. All right. I'm sure you'll, you've all been waiting for this one since we didn't have it last time. All right, so our first uh, simple-minded tweet is from a girl named Keisha Cole, who apparently is maybe someone famous because she has a little check mark next to her name. You know that says she's official. I think that's if that's not Kesha, like K- the actual singer Kesha. I don't think so. That says K Key, like a like Keish- a key. Keisha Keisha, Keisha Cole. Cole. Anyway, she says huh. this is what she tweets: "On my way to London, this should be exciting." I won't miss the lights on the Eiffel Tower. And I guess she Instagrammed some photo, yeah. but I can't see the see, picture. I but anyway, so anyway, this girl is dumb because she thinks the Eiffel Tower is in London. Yeah. But, I mean, for, for, for a tweet like that, I mean, not to say that, that it doesn't make sense and, you know, it is, an, it, it, it is a simple-minded tweet, but I think we need to see the Instagram picture first before we can actually officially... I mean, because the the picture might might contain more information, where it actually makes sense. 
That's true. I mean, so, I guess there is an Eiffel Tower in Las Vegas, right? Yeah, I mean, there's an Eiffel Tower. All there's, right. There's a pyramid in Vegas. All right, Keisha Cole, you got away this time. <laughs> Lucky you. All right, this is from a person named B-U-H. Buh. Buh. Official buh. Official buh. I guess okay. he's official somewhere. I guess, yeah. He says, mock my words. I will make it to the BET Awards 2015. He said, mock my words. Mock. Mock. Oh, okay, I get Okay. Uh, we're going to mock you right now. You're that, an idiot. <laughs> yeah, that took me a while. Cause I was kinda, but, I mean, I'm... It's mark my words. Oh, yeah, I understand that. But I'm just... <laughs> I was more dumbfounded at the B-U-H that he has. I'm like, what What could B-U-H even stand for? Uh, what do you think it stands for? I don't know. Uh, you you got I, nothing? You got uh, nothing? I, no, I have nothing that makes sense. I mean... <laughs> just try something. Just try What is B-U-H? Um... Let me see his picture. Okay, that didn't really help out much. Um, Off the top of your head, right now, right now. Come on, whatever comes to mind, whatever comes to mind. Go, go, go. I, I really can't think of it. it. It's just too stupid that I can't think of anything that... I don't... Uh-uh, I can't think of anything. How about big umbrella heater? Okay. All right, anyway, moving on, moving on. All right, this is from Almighty So. Do you think he's Almighty? Well, we'll see. I guess so. It says, uh, me and chop. Bad grammar right there. Should be chop and I. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Me and chop did 30 songs in three days. Maybe he's a rapper? Maybe. Me and chop did 30 songs in three days. 75% written and 40% freestyle. Okay, first of all, 75 plus 40 does not equal 100%. Uh-uh. So, uh, more. go back to middle school, learn some math. All right, next person. Uh, this is from a person named uh, Dusty. He spelled his name with a dollar sign and a weird looking Y. I think that's the symbol for yen. Huh, you might know more than I do. Okay, so this person is tweeting directly to a um, Demario Brown, and he says, OMG. Tell me you are a double ganger of Tupac. <laughs> a double ganger. Uh, yeah. Uh, do you know what a double ganger is? Double ganger? No, but I, but I know what a doppelganger is. Exactly. Moving on. All right, this is from a girl named Mandy. Um, I wouldn't date this girl from her uh, uh, headshot. You know, you should, you should not. Yeah, that's yeah. It's kind of creepy looking. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, she is um, uh, tweeting at a Diplo, and it says, "You look like Eminem with Down syndrome." Yeah, and that was spelled C E N D R U M. Syndrome. All right, Mandy, go back to school, learn how to spell syndrome, and go and go to photography school, learn how to take headshots. Yeah, that was that's a dumb headshot. Okay. Uh, this is from a person named Foo Black Music, but his name is hashtag indoctrination. I wonder if he's trying to be smart. Let's see. Challenging black feminist outlook does not make you a misogynist. Misogynist, like a, like a massage. Yeah. Ideas should bring us together, not set us apart. Hashtag you okay, sis. Misogynist. Is this person, like, uh, really into, like, deep, deep tissue massages? Now, I'm not going to lie. I don't even know how to how to really spell misogynist. 
Oh, is that how you spell it right yeah. there? Yeah, M-I-S-O-G-Y-N-I-E-N-I-S-T. Misogynist. Yeah, see, I wouldn't know how to spell it, but I would not spell it massage, as in like getting a massage, and then inist. Yeah. Once again, go to college, learn how to spell these that's complicated like, words. That's more just hooked on phonics really than college. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a simple spell check would have helped you out, my brother. Okay, uh, this is from a person named 1981. Oh my god, he's from the past. Yeah. It says, um, a derogatory word for females starts with a so, B. Here, I'll just say it. Here, I'll read it since, you know, Andrew doesn't like saying these words. <laughs> Bitches be losing their versonities. Ver, no, ver, virginities. Virginities. In middle school, trying to judge other people. Yeah, you got stuck on... Virginities. Yeah, yeah. You know what I was trying to spell? Yeah, he was trying to spell virginities. And he spelled virginities. Vir- yeah, as like version and then I T I E S. Virginities. Yeah. Um you definitely do want to you do not want to hear this guy saying, I just lost my virginity. I know this I, I know I I'm pretty sure that the word virginity was relevant back in 1981 <laughs> i'm pretty sure it was i'm i don't think it was i don't think it's that new of a, of a term virginities you heard it first here on simple times yeah okay disco usual usual i don't even know how to say this usual. guy's name it says does salt really attract demands i'm going to pour a salt circle on the floor so i can bring a demand in my house do you get this one? Yeah, there's a couple things wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> what I know what he tries to mean here is instead of demands are demons. He tried to spell demons. However, if you really want to go into the whole aspect of demons and salt, salt doesn't attract demons. It actually keeps demons and ghosts out. So the whole legend is if you're being chased by a demon or a ghost, you, sp- you, uh, you put uh, a circle of salt... On uh-huh. the floor, stand inside the circle, and they can't get in. Ah. So, like I said, a couple things wrong with that. He's saying that if you put salt on the floor, the demons are attracted to the salt. Mm-hmm. Or actually, he says that the, that the demands are attracted to the salt. Yeah. So, I don't know what kind of demands you're going to get with the salt circle. Maybe I demand you to clean it up. I demand <laughs> you to stop quit being a dumbass. I don't I demand you to get a real job. I don't know what, I don't know what they're trying to say, but um, like I said, there's a couple things there wrong. <laughs> But it's a good question. Does salt really attract demands? Well, no, we'll, we'll never know. Here we go. <laughs> Moving on. Okay, so uh, this is from Megan. Damn it, Megan. <laughs> Shut up, Meg. <laughs> I was going more of a more of a Drake and Josh. Oh, oh, nice, nice, nice. Okay, so there's a show called. This is what she tweets. Okay, so there's a show called Fresh Off the Boat uh-huh. and Blackish, mm-hmm. but there's no Whitish because it's racist. Yeah, I mean you know it's it's actually this is an actual serious serious tweet because there is a show called Fresh Off the Boat. Yeah, there's a show called Blackish. Yeah, but if somebody were to come out with a show that says Whitish, it would be considered racist. Huh. I mean, think about it. I mean, you know, you got Blackish. I didn't think about it that way. I just thought, well, there are tons of shows that feature nothing but white people. Well, yeah, and and that's what and that's not the thing is that as long as you don't say oh Whitish, it's okay. Hmm. I mean, we've got like, you know, like I use Frasier because if you think about it, Frasier doesn't really have any black people in it. True. 
But nobody said, oh, this is a racist show because there's no black people in it. it just, that's just how the story went on. But, it's, but just, it's just going off a stereotype, though. Yeah. I mean, is there anything wrong with that? I mean, no. yeah, there's a George Lopez show. Yeah, there's a George Lopez totally show. It was totally on stereotypes of the Mexican oh, yeah. family. Oh, yeah. But no one got offended. Yeah. Um, but, 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 and that's, that's, that's the thing that they're trying to make is that, you know, you can use Fresh Off the Boat where you talk about, I think it's like a Vietnamese family that's literally fresh off the boat <laughs> here illegally and trying to come up with the business. Then you've got Blackish where it's a black family. And, and well, the name kind of, Misinterprets the show because I I have seen the show and actually I'm a, I'm a fan of Blackish. It's actually pretty funny. What yeah. it what it essentially is, is that Anthony Anderson um, tries to get his tries to get his kids to under to understand the struggles that their ancestors had to go through mm-hmm. to get to where they are because they're rich they're you know millionaires big houses all this kind of stuff but their uh-huh. kids don't know the roots they you know just go out there with their friends and. They essentially just try to blend with society, but okay. their dad wants them to understand their roots, which I think what everybody should learn is your background, and that's okay. what he's trying to get through. So the so the show Blackish doesn't really isn't really as doesn't really it sounds racist, and they do kind of use racist in a in a in, in a comedic way. But it's a comedy, right? Yeah, it's a comedy. Now, if there was a show called Whiteish, would you watch it? I would, but people would then say oh well that's racist cuz why cuz what what do you mean that there's no if there's no black people in that going to be in that show there's no mexicans going to be in that show it's all whitish it's it's kind of like a catch 22 type thing mm-hmm. you can have you you know black people can have blackish asians can have fresh off the boat white people can't have whitish cuz that's racist there's something messed up with that. Yeah, it's all right. All right. So, okay, we got. It, th- there is no equality, no matter, no matter, no matter who fights for it. All right. All right. So, Marcelo, Megan, Megan's making Megan's making a good a, a good point, but <sighs> she needs to kind of. Fine, yeah. you got off this time, Megan. Better <laughs> luck next time. All right. Here's the last one. This is a, a chain of tweets. Um, it's between a guy and Domino's Pizza. This is what he says. His name is. Sadder Dre. He says, huh. Yo, I ordered a pizza and came with no toppings on it or anything. It's just bread. Has, or at Domino's. Domino's responds to this guy at Sadder Dre. We're sorry to hear about this. Please let us know at Domino's UK. Let them know about this so they can help. And then Sadder Dre writes back never mind i opened the pizza upside down how the hell do you even do that i mean it it beats me marcel that's why i think this is the dumbest tweet of the day today that yeah that i was... think that is because that's just i mean i don't yeah i i can't even comprehend there's no excuse for that there's no i, I don't it doesn't make sense in your rational head yeah I, I don't understand how you can open up a pizza box the wrong way it's Huh. All right, don't try to explain it. Cause you I'm were trying expl- not to. Because you were explaining whitish and blackish. That took like forever. We probably lost probably. our listeners. Maybe Nate Leathers is probably like, oh, they're going on forever. Because he said on our last episode, he Get hates. onto the joke. Get onto yeah. the joke. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, uh, it, now it's time for Jokes with Hefe. So, guy, so, this guy owns a restaurant. He's, you know, you know he, he him and his wife own it. Wife does all the cooking. He kind of does that. Does all the serving. Blind man walks in. Um, the owner just naturally walks up to the blind man, hands him a menu. 
The blind man says, oh, I'm sorry, but I'm blind. I can't read the menu. The owner, the guy says, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't notice that. Um, I'll just go ahead and read off menu items and tell you what we have, and you just kind of let me know what you want to, what you want to eat. The guy goes, no. He goes, well, instead, how about you just give me the fork off, um, off the plate of the last person that sat here? He goes, and I'll smell it, and by the smell, I'll, I'll see if I like it or not. So the owner, kind of a little hesitant, doesn't really know if this is going to work, hands the guy a fork. And he, the guy sniffs, a blind guy sniffs and goes, oh, mashed potatoes with mash, I mean, mashed potatoes with gravy and meatloaf. He goes, you know what, I'll have that, sounds good. The, the owner goes, okay, and he walks away. Owner's trying to wrap his head around how this blind man knows that that's what was on the fork. So, you know, he brings the guy the order, blind man eats it, pays, leaves. Next day, blind man comes in again. Mm-hmm. And um, and the guy says, and then the owner says, "Well, what can I get for you?" The guy goes, "Give me the fork of the last person that sat here, and I'll sniff it and see if I can't tell what it is. And if I like it, I'll get it." Cool. So the owner, still being a little skeptical, hands him another fork. He sniffs it. Mm, prime rib with corn. I think mm. I'll have that. That sounds good. Well, sounds good. So the owner brings him that. Well, he goes over to his wife in the kitchen and says, "I think this guy's messing with me. There's something about this guy. I don't think." It's impossible you can do that. He goes, so you know what? Next time he comes in, I'm going to mess with them. So next guy, next time the guy, the guy comes, the guy, he sees a guy walking up, walking up to the booth. Mm-hmm. So, the, so the owner runs back to his wife and says, honey, honey, get this fork, rub it, rub it all over your crotch, and hand it back to me. I'm going to go over and I'm going to hand it to him and see if I can't fool him and see, see if he's actually telling the truth or not. The okay. wife, the wife kind of a little hesitant, but understands where the husband's coming from and does what she's asked. Mm-hmm. So the owner goes running over to the blind man and says, Hi, saw you coming in. He goes, I had your fork ready. The guy says, Oh, that's wonderful. Good. And so the owner hands the guy the blind man the fork. Blind man takes one big whiff of it and goes, Oh, wow. I didn't know Mary worked here. <laughs> it was kind of a... I had a paraphrase because I, I, I read it once a while back and I just I cracked up at it and, it and after that I couldn't get through half of it without laughing at it again. So it's kind of a long road to get okay. there, but essentially I hit all the points. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. Well, okay, definitely better than uh, than the Santa Claus one. <laughs> but Santa Claus. What Santa Claus one did I do? On our on our Christmas episode, something about you can't go up the chimney. <laughs> Little girl, disrobes. I can't remember it. Dude, you're going to have to listen to our episode. Yeah, I'll probably have to. <laughs> All right, this one was better. I still want you to find a joke that makes me literally poop my pants. I will. I'll, I'll try. All right. Maybe on part two. Okay. Um, yeah. All right, so we'll make sure to get part two up yeah. soon. If you're not tired with this one, because we went way overboard yeah. today. Yeah, we promised that the next one will be a lot shorter. We promise. Because I won't be talking as much. Don't even be Andrews. Or I'll just be telling you to shut the frack up well yeah that 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 can work too okay well we're signing off yeah we're signing off for now so uh to you know keep updated with the with our facebook twitter instagram whatever you want well we need to update our instagram i think we're mainly active on twitter and facebook we'll figure it we'll we'll start doing stuff but yeah so you know here we are episode six love month part one stay tuned for part two coming up in maybe about a week or so Alrighty. So, have a good one, everybody. Bye.